Alrighty, everybody. Happy Monday evening. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Final team in the NFC South. And no more Bruce Arians, uh, Wiz. Um, strange, strange offseason. We thought Tom Brady was retired, and now he's back. Todd Bowles is the coach. Bruce Arians is still with the organization. Injuries to contend with. Leonard Fournette showing up at camp at 260 pounds. But Tom Brady is back again, Wiz. And he's going to be 45 years old throwing the football. I don't think, you know, talk about rarities. It's just a a freak, freak, freak talent uh, that Tom Brady is both on the field and just physically. Just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I owe a lot to Tom Brady. My success last year was amazing. Uh, Playoffs in every league. uh, in five championships, won three. And I drafted Tom Brady in every league. And part of the reason I was able to do that is his ADP was so off. Uh, in the preseason where they had him ranked. I knew that he was going to throw for very close to 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. I put that out there. Um, and I told that to several people before the season started. Um, and he's still quarterback one in my eyes. Uh, not overall quarterback one, but he's still... I know the Jensen injury is brutal and losing Kappa. Uh, and, and their offensive line is just not the same, but still... Um, well, they have your boy Julio Jones back. I know you're excited to talk about, but um, Tom Brady to me is still inside top 10 or 12 um, at the position. He'll find a way to get it done. And uh, there's no reason for, for me, at least, to think otherwise that there's going to be a decline. There are just no signs of it. Uh, are you interested in Tom Brady this season? So, interested, yes. Do I think there's a chance he takes a step back from what we saw last year, which, by the way, was just tremendous in terms of performance? Yeah, yeah, I think I think there's a chance, right? Rob Gronkowski's not going to be there this year. Chris Godwin's not going to start the season. You mentioned Julio. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the offensive line uh, losses, uh, both retirements uh, in Marpet and, and now Ryan Jensen going down, which is your center, the guy that you're putting your hands under all year long, I, that's a big deal to me, Wiz. So, uh, you know, and again, it's a coaching change, right? Leftwich is still the offensive coordinator. Todd Bowles is the head coach now. I, I don't know. I, I just think, can Tom Brady kind of fall back a little bit here? And he is 45. I, I would say, yeah, the, the, the offensive line losses bother me a bit. That, that's, that's what I will say. And I think that could hinder Tom Brady, a quarterback who's not particularly mobile to start. I think it could hinder the player a little bit. Well, for me, I'll be having some avocado toast and drafting Tom Brady. I'm not worried about any of that stuff. I know that uh, it is difficult to, to, you know, overcome those offensive line injuries, retirements, and off-season signings, uh, uh, losing to the Bengals' kappa. But I I still like Brady. this season, and well, I want to be. It's uh, not that I don't like him, right? But but his, the season last year that he had was just one of the best fantasy his seasons, or one of the best football seasons for a quarterback ever. No, there's no question that there may be a regression from that season, but does that put him outside the top ten or twelve? No, I, I mean, no, I'm not. No. I'm, I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to go that far. And a player that. He's just made a remarkable comeback as his, you know, playoff Lenny Fournette, who is a third, a three down back, doesn't come off the field, has the complete trust of Tom Brady, is utilized so much in the passing game 
there's no question that Leonard Fournette is inside the top 10 or 12 at the position, running back one, and the rest of the guys are just clear backups, handcuffs, no standalone value, none of them getting in the way of Leonard Fournette. Are you confident Leonard Fournette inside top 12 at running back? Yeah, I, mean, I would say there's no way that any of us, you know, when Leonard Fournette was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he, and he did have a good receiving year, one, one really good receiving year with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I, we didn't see that him being that type of player when he came to the NFL. But I think more than anything to to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and the fact that Gronkowski's not actually with this team, I think it's a big deal uh, for Leonard, Leonard Fournette. I think it increases his value. You know, Leonard Fournette, as you said, complete trust that Tom Brady has. His catching the football, and he's a good runner too, don't get me wrong, but his catching the football make, makes a huge difference here. So, yeah, I, I'm probably a, a guy who was – very met on Leonard Fournette, you know, over the last over his Jacksonville Jaguar career, definitely embraced him last year as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and I think that's uh, something that the the Buccaneers were, was a huge part of both their Super Bowl run two years ago uh, and last year's uh, success as well as an offense. So yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I would ask you is you know, Gio Bernard seems like he's completely done. Uh, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is still here. Uh, they. Ronald Jones is adios uh, out of this team. Finally, you know, do you see a situation where you know someone else could make some noise at running back? Obviously, they drafted a running back too, right? So, uh, is there someone else that can make a noise at running back for the for the Tampa Bay? Yeah, we're, we're Rashad White, but I think that'll be game scripts, and if something was to happen to Fournette, otherwise, I don't see him having value. Um, on a standalone basis is let's say a Kareem Hunt or a Tony Pollard. So uh, Rashad White, I guess, is the guy they drafted. So he would be next up on the pecking order. But um, I think it's, you know, Leonard Fournette or Bust as far as drafting running backs for Tampa Bay this year. All right, good stuff. And uh, receiving core, we talked about this, right? Chris Godwin uh, tore his ACL last year, so it's going to take some time to get him back on the field. Uh, Mike Evans is going for another 1,000-yard receiving uh, year, which is I think he's extending an NFL record, if I'm not not mistaken. Um, They have some interesting young players here um, in Johnson, Tyler Johnson and and Scotty Miller as well. And, yeah, a little bit of a head-scratcher and a guy that just can't stay healthy anymore. This is not Julio Jones from 2014, 2015. This is a guy who's not played very much in the last couple of years. And, you know, I know they've flashed up highlight reels. Brady threw him a touchdown already the other day in, in practice. But I don't know. He's 33 years old. You know, you and I have talked long and uh, too much about Julio Jones uh, as a fantasy factor any longer. Uh, you know, again, he lands in an interesting situation, uh, but not enough to uh, entice me. I mean, Russell Gage is the guy that's going to be the one that benefits from Chris Godwin being out early in the season. And early on, he's been a guy that's gotten a lot of accolades from this coaching staff as well. So just just looking at the receiving core, I think Julio Jones is going to be used in situational-type football um maybe red zone, third down. I, I just feel they want to keep him healthy and fresh, and he's just not going to be on the field every down, or the snap count is going to be up. And I think, you know, that's 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 part of the thinking. Uh, Russell Gage is, you know, a wide receiver three for me, slash flex player. Mike Evans is 
inside the top 12 at the position based on volume. No Gronkowski, no Antonio Brown, and Godwin to miss some games. So to me, those kind of things I'm completely confident about. Godwin is the interesting guy to me. Because with a player like Godwin, this is not all physical of coming back from injury like this. This is a physical type player who catches most of his passes in the middle of the field, bubble screen. So now it's the physical aspect of, of overcoming the injury and rehab, and then the mental aspect of coming on the field, catching those passes over the middle of the field, those bubble screens where he excels in. So I ask you, Chris Godwin, how are you viewing him? This is a receiver that would be very close to the top 10, 12 at the position if all systems go. But with all of the things mentioned, the potential for games missed, the potential for him to maybe not have full strength for most of the season, where are you ranking and looking at Godwin in this season? Yeah, I think it's really hard. I think, you know, if you, you know, is it almost a situation where you try to draft both Godwin and Gage because, until kind of one, until uh, he comes back? You know, I could see some, some fantasy players attempting to do something like that. Uh, when Chris Godwin's healthy, as you mentioned, right, in the middle of the field, around the line of scrimmage, you know, is he going to have that burst again? You know, I, I don't know if he's going to have the same burst. But, you know, Chris Godwin is a superior talent. And with Tom Brady, a quarterback, they have, he has complete trust in the player. I think he's a guy that I'd be willing to kind of take a shot with, but I'd want to make sure they had some protection uh, against him missing games, which I, I don't know. Does he miss four games, six games, eight games? That remains to be seen, Was Yeah, but when you say, you know, it's very easy to say I would like some protection. I mean, but what do you do? Do you try and draft Russell Gage as well? I mean, that that may not be that easy. You know, you're going to have to draft – you can't draft Russell Gage in rounds 15 or 16. No. So when you say – when you say I'd like some protection, what do you mean by that? Yeah, no. I, so e- either a situation like that, or you 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 really got to be sure of kind of the the you know you you probably ha- will have to dig down a little bit and and find one of those sleepers that's going to kind of help you get through uh, a guy of lesser value that you're going to get in an auction or or in a in a snake draft that's going to get you through Chris Godwin not being around early on. So it's going to really take your homework and trying to find one of those hidden gems out there, which I think that's what you'll need because Godwin will still have a high price tag attached to him. Yeah, there really will. There really will be a high price tag attached to him. The question is, you know, what kind of gamble, like what kind of pick, you know, in a draft are you willing to use on Godwin? I think to what you said at the very, very start of this, it's very difficult and it's very interesting at the same time. Um, the work of Gronkowski is going to be felt for Brady. There's no question about that. Are you interested in drafting in fantasy leagues? Anyone on the Tampa Bay Bucks depth chart at tight end this year? So Cameron Brayton and Kyle Rudolph are there, right? Because um, they moved on from O.J. Howard as well. Um, I don't know, Wiz. You know, you, you mentioned the situational usage of, of Julio Jones, and and you know, a player by the way who ironically was not was there was, was a critique around the way the Atlanta Falcons did not use him in the red zone. So I ask you. Rob Gronkowski's role in the red zone, is is there a chance that Julio Jones actually is the one that benefits more than anybody else around the end zone? There's a, a, a Call me someone that would not see that as being crazy. Kyle Rudolph showed you last year with the Giants that he doesn't have a lot left in the tank. I think Cameron Brait 
is a player that Tom Brady has some trust in. But I think I there's a part of me that could see Julio Jones benefiting around the end zone, ironically, where he has not done that previously in his career. Right, so they're not going to list Julio Jones at tight no, end. No, so so, so 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 for, for, is the is the answer no to my question about drafting anyone on the depth chart for the Bucks? Or? Yeah, the answer is no for me. The answer is no for me. I I put it this way. I am going to be one of those guys that does not look at those guys, and maybe I'm one of those guys that's chasing them on a wave of wire in week two or three. That's fair. Um, Ryan Sukup, um, you know, you always like the idea of, of, of having a kicker on a good offensive team, but he doesn't kick long field goals. There weren't many. I mean, I, I'm just – I just like the idea of, of drafting a kicker that's capable and sending out for long ones. I'm not sure about the case for this uh, kicker and the fact that the efficiency of Brady probably hurts him a little bit as well. So I'm not interested in Sukhope, the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. I'm always interested because Brady's going to keep the ball and Brady's not going to make mistakes and Brady's not going to put the defense in, in short field. So um not saying anything that's that's so tremendously creative here, but a pass for me on Sukhope and uh, Sukhope and uh, and the Bucks defense should be drafted. Yeah, you and I talked a lot about the back Bucks defense a couple of years ago. We ended up being completely correct about that. Uh, it, it's a secondary, by the way, that needs to improve in their play. I think up front they're they're very strong. Um, but yeah, th- this is definitely a top ten defense uh, w- without a doubt. Um, yeah, Sukup has a puny leg as well. It's just it, it's not you know you're you're getting the benefit of extra points at Ryan Sukup. They're not rolling him out there. Tom Brady's efficiency hurts Sukup. Yeah, I'm out on Ryan Sukup. Sorry. Yep, absolutely agree. So I think that's a wrap. Yeah, it is uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Wiz, and that means uh, we are off to the uh, home of the Super Bowl champions, the division uh, that is the Los Angeles Rams division, which is the NFC West. A little bit of change there, too, with Russell Wilson moving on uh, from Seattle. But uh, that'll be the next one that we take on, Wiz. Uh, Enjoyed discussing uh, NFC South teams with you. And, again, just four more teams to go in our team capsules. Make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Outstanding job as always, Wiz. Enjoy the rest of the night. And uh, look forward to catching up uh, in a couple of days with the NFC West. You got it.